Thanks for downloading the Bed Hoppers podcast. If you're not 18, then you probably shouldn't be listening to this because this podcast contains themes of a sexual nature. It chronicles our journey into the swinging lifestyle. Thank you for hopping into our beds. Get in the gym or to your car. With our advice, you could go far. We fuck things up and we make mistakes. And talk about our sexy dates. It's getting hard for this to rhyme. Just as well, cause it's bed hopping time. Hello, this is Mr. H here. Welcome to Bed Hoppers episode 20. This is Mrs. H over here, who's currently laughing her ass off today. You alright, dear? Hello. <laughs> uh, we've been out for a, a, a oh, cheeky social tonight. It's been a fun night. Do you know how I will sum up this evening? Go on, please. Hi, Jinx. Hi, Jinx. Hi, Jinx. We have been naughty frigging gremlins. It is hi, Jinx tonight. Hi, hi. <laughs> I really hope you can steal this, this ship, dear. <laughs> this ship is going and down. And sailing her. Thank you for joining us. Uh, this could be a crash landing. Let's see how it goes, folks. Woo! <sighs> All right, okay. <laughs> All right. Right. I've got so my game face on. you got your game face on. Right. Yeah. So this week, I'm in a funny mood. You're in a funny mood. Oh, so sassy. Really? You 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 are the assassinator. <laughs> I'm a Sasquatch. The <laughs> Sasquatch. <laughs> yeah, my dad is sass. <sighs> la 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 la. <laughs> okay, enough tenacious D. Right, so this week we have a few things that we need to talk yeah. about. Rain, rain some order. Rain some Come order. On. Come on. Okay. Right, so we have, uh, we went to a house party last weekend. We're going to tell you a little bit about that. Oh, yeah. We're oh, yeah. We're going to tell you about that. So much to tell about mm-hmm. that. Um, we're going to talk to you a little bit about the, um, <clears throat> the, the... About some serious stuff. About some serious stuff. About the kids finding out. Yeah. So we're going to try not to laugh too much. We won't much. laugh about that. No, no. It's I'm not going to laugh. It's, it's fine. It'll be all right. It'll be good. Yeah, It'll be fine. So um, and then we've got just the tip, which Mrs. H... I'm going to unleash it on you like... The Kraken, like, <laughs> like, oh, like when the, when like I take my shorts off when I go in the bath, oh, when I unleash the Kraken. Not what I was thinking. Unleash the Kraken. <laughs> Unfurl the demon. Well, I will insert just the tip. Really. Later. Okay. And you don't know what's coming. Well, normally I do. <laughs> it's a great tip. Is it? Mhm. Mhm. You're just gonna pop it out there. I'm just gonna like swallow it around, see how it feels. Well, I look forward to this. This should be delightful. Uh So last week, let's catch you up on things. We're gonna try. Wait. Oh wait. What? What? What is the shit film we're watching this week? The shit film. Well, now I'm loath to call this a shit film. Now, listeners, Mrs H has made me select about ten different things. Yes, I wanted to watch all of them. Yes, so you know, we turned on Netflix as you do, and she's like, "Oh, a fish called Wanda. Put that on the background." Oh, I'd no, love to watch that. No, because oh, you fucking want, want to, to watch, watch it, yeah. it, and and then you won't do the podcast, and you'll be there going up, you know, banging on about okay, fish called Wanda, and, and Kevin is. And then Catherine Kim came on. I love Catherine Kim. Yep, there was Catherine Kim, so we couldn't watch that. No. So we have settled on a bit of middle ground, which is a Knight's Tale. Yeah, I'm not going to watch that. No, no, it's a good film, though. I'm, well, I'm just not into that at all. Well, it's fine. It's good. It's perfectly so. Rest assured, I would not be distracted by it. Okay, fine. 
All right, then. Sure. So that's what's on in the background. Okay. Okay. So um, after a few weeks of answering questions... Yes. We are back to a regular, or more regular show. As regular as it gets. <laughs> we were pretty regular. We've had our prune juice, so we should be all right this time around. Um, so, uh, well, let's, let's catch people up on what we've been doing tonight. Yeah. So we went on a um, cheeky social tonight. And by cheeky social, we mean a little date uh, with another couple uh, with no play intended and just, to, uh, get just to get to know them. So that was okay. That was quite fun, wasn't it? Yeah. Uh, we went out for a nice little meal at a restaurant. It's very nice. It's very good. Little date night. Yeah, it was very nice. Um, so we've come back. Uh, we've we've had a few drinks in our bellies. In hijinks. In hijinks, and um, yeah, it's been 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 quite fascinating. It'll be interesting to see whether they um, want to catch up with us again, or whether they listen to the podcast, or whether they just completely ignore us. Probably thought we were complete bonkers. Yeah, you know, probably. So we told them a few stories. Got on quite nicely with them. It was fun, wasn't it? Yeah, good fun. Cool. So that was tonight. But last week was bonkers. Are you like Dizzy Rascal bonks, bonk, bonkers? Bonk, 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 bonkers. Bonk, 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 bonkers. Yeah. That bonkers. Yeah, yes. Dizzy Rascal bonkers. It was crazy bonkers. I, I can't even begin to sum it up. Well, I can. And that's why I'm here. So I can steer this <laughs> ship into the ground as much as I possibly can do. Are so, we going to talk about crazy yurt sex? Crazy yurt sex. Well, we... we, we well, so... Because that, that sums up for me. We, we need to rewind first before we, we get to that point. We need to go point. all Missy Elliot. What? <laughs> what is that? <laughs> when she, like, sings backwards. <laughs> That's reverse the one. It. Yeah. That one? Yeah. Is that what you're trying to do? Schlip, <laughs> derp, derp, derp. Look, Twitter wanted the chicken impression, but get Missy Elliott. <laughs> I, I can't be held responsible for this. Can you please do the Missy Elliott impression again? Nope. <laughs> Can you do the chicken impression? Uh, <laughs> it's like Scatman John gone wrong. Give it up, dap, dip, dap. Because I'm a Scatman. Give me a week to work on Scatman. Uh, really? On, but I'm not doing chicken impression. Not literal Scatman, because no. that would be wrong. But chicken impression is not happening. Really? But I like your chicken impression. I tell you what, if we get like... Um, no, no, you're like this. If we get like 2,000, 2,000 followers, maybe... No, 1,000. 1,000 Twitter followers. Fuck and off. We will... No, we're not... We're nearly there. I'm not no, 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 that. it's fine. It's just the last push. We'll be fine. <laughs> 1,000 followers and she promises she'll do the chicken impression and put a picture of her tits on Twitter. She is not committing to anything. Absolutely. Sold. To the hot wife on the right, but so not the hot wife. So you were talking about a yurt and sex. No, no, I was talking about <laughs> chicken impressions. Anyways, so last week, uh, we uh, were going to catch up with our lovely, sexy friends mm-hmm. that we've played with before. They're fun, they're yeah. sexy, they're hot, it's good. And we couldn't really work out where to go. And then all of a sudden, they 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 were invited to a party, a house party. Yeah. Now, you know our thoughts on house parties. Well, uh, every house party <laughs> we're about doomed. to go to, they get cancelled. <laughs> so we said, actually, that sounds like a, a you know, like a good let's, thing. Let's break the curse. Let's let's break it in, break yeah. ourselves in. We were obviously invited by extension of knowing said hot couple. To, what what to does that mean? To the party. So okay. We we just invited ourselves along. Okay, so they knew the couple. Yeah. And they invited us along, mm-hmm. or got us an invite. Mm-hmm. Nice. Mm-hmm. So, um, we tried to find some accommodation 
near this place, which was a good hour away from my house, right? A good hour oh, travel. Oh, yeah, it needs a, needs a say over. It can't was, just drive home. No, right? And the only place that we could find Go was on. a yurt. A fucking alpaca farm. That's what it was. Yeah. It was, it was a... Well, you don't fuck alpacas. <laughs> it, no, it was an alpaca experience. I believe fucking <laughs> alpacas is on the experience. No, no, they only let you cradle their balls. There's no actual fucking... There was actually... You can a, give an alpaca head, right, but you no, can't... No, no, no. There was actually a two-hour alpaca experience we could have had. Are you talking about the alfucker experience? Alpaca <laughs> <laughs> was actually the name of our personal alpaca that we had Al, guiding us round. Alex Packer was the name of our alpaca. Uh, so, the, it, uh, the yes, there was an excursion we could have had... Was he alpacking? the alpacas. But we feared for the, the safety of alpacas our alpacas because it was extensive heat and obviously we were a bit pissed so well we weren't pissed when we showed up well i had to drive there the point was it's a fucking farm with alpacas on it well that's not the point the point was and there was was a bunch of swingers heading there to go to a sex party staying in some yurts don't you ruin this story for me i haven't haven't. told it properly yet i've just given a bit of context anyways so um the, the farm was the only place where we could stay yes so, and we also found out that, that they uh, knew another couple that were also staying coincidentally at this farm. So we rock up and met them at the pub and had a nice little mm-hmm. um, meal in the evening, which was very nice. Lovely. Or, or certainly acceptable anyway. And then jumped in our cars to the five minutes down the road to this alpaca, alpaca farm. farm. <laughs> now, bear in mind it's summer holidays in the UK, which meant that there was a but ton of kids. Turns out kids really like alpacas. I know they do, right? So there was hundreds of kids, yeah. and, and not just camping. by themselves, uh, and families camping. So we drove through um, hundreds and hundreds of tents and alpacas, not literally, um, <laughs> to get to our yurt, which is right at the back of the campsite. Um, and we have a yurt next to um, this other yurt Can where this other couple are staying. Give us a definition of this yurt. It's like For a... those the initiate uninitiated who may not know what a yurt is. Um, yes, yeah, so it's kind of like a teepee, but it's sort of... Glamping. Uh, well, it's sort of glamping, but it's, it's like, glamping. like a hexagonal base along the bottom. So it's got like a, almost like a plastic floor and, I don't know, a wall to a certain height. And the rest of it is like a canvas teepee on top of it. I'll tell you what it is, campers. It's got a bed in there. That's what it's fucking got. Well, it's got a, a double bed and two single beds. So for me, that's glamping. Well, that's, okay, that's because I didn't have to sleep on a fucking ground sheet. Okay. In alpaca poo. Right, that's true. So we were staying in this with yeah. uh, this other couple, and we've never stayed anywhere overnight with another couple before. I don't think. Not, Not least really. A Not on a no, teepee no, for we sure, or a yurt. No, ever. Um, and then in the other yurt was this other couple that they knew that were staying there. Yes. So we rock up. And um, we open the door, and over so the like last a Swiss Family Robinson. <laughs> well, to be fair, we rock up, and it has been the hottest it's been in the UK for mm. many, 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 many years since last year. So we open yeah. the door, and it's like a furnace in there. It's burning hot. It's crazy boiling hot. It's like Dante's Seven Circle of Hell. It's fucking awful. It's about at the eighth level of Dante's Hell. It's awful. It's kind of yeah. boiling because it's been in the sun all day. So we pull our car up, get into the to the yurt, uh, and we need to get ready for the party. <laughs> so my take is to instantly strip down to shorts and wander around outside drinking Prosecco. Excellent choice. Yeah, excellent choice. Well, you and the other lady have to go and get ready. Yes. Now, you can't shut the door. In, in 40 degree heat. <laughs> you can't shut the door. So the, there's, I noticed that there's like 
with a, a woman and her child walk past, and he must be like 13, 14, and Mrs. H is rifling through the swing bag to find some things, bent over this bed, and I think this poor 13-year-old saw what she had for breakfast. He, he learned life. He learned life. In that, in that four seconds, he learned life pretty fucking rapidly. Four seconds is all you need for life. It's, it was, it was quite... And he overheard our good friend saying, this orgy is ridiculous in this heat. So... <laughs> best line ever. Best line ever. So it was very nice. And we met the other couple that they, they, they knew. And they were very lovely too. Absolutely. Really sexy, Splendid. really lovely people. Uh, and the family next to us... Uh, decided to do some kind of takeover of all the picnic facilities next to our yurt. So they had like, I don't know, like 15 kids or something stupid. And they took over all the hammocks and the picnic benches and the barbecue areas. And they were very apologetic and said, oh, we didn't think anyone was staying here. We're so sorry. We've we've hijacked your picnic area. We're like, that's right. You crack on. Fortunately, we can't apologise in advance enough for the fact we're going to wake you up at two a.m. having like yurt sacks. Well, fine. I was at that point walking around without my top on, so the aggressiveness of my uh, <laughs> masculinity, and it's a rare time that I get to say that, probably put a lot of the people Maybe in the little area off. We're just going to get our own back right now by having a barbecue in their area. Fuck those guys! We're having a barbecue, I hate kids. Them so much. Always fun. <laughs> so. In typical bedhopper fashion, we were at least half an hour late. Maybe well, yeah, an hour with, late. With the friends, we weren't the only ones late. Well, you were the last one getting ready. Shush. Well, that's... To, be- to look this good, it takes time. Ages. <laughs> Is that right? Took a while. Okay, fine. I blame so, the heat. Yeah, well, I blame you. <laughs> so, you took a while to get ready. Um, and then we jumped in the, in, in, in the nice, in our friend's nice yeah, car and they drove us, drove us over to yeah. the party. Mm-hmm. So we rock up about, I don't know, 45 minutes to an hour or so late. It was not that bad. You do over-exaggerate. No, I don't. Anyway, what happened when we went in the house? I'm not saying. My feelings <laughs> went in the So because we were late, fashionably late, because no one turns up on time to a party. Hello? They don't. Anyway, we turned up about 30 minutes late. But I like to think we brought the party with us. Well, we did bring we the party We just made an us. entrance. We did. Um, we fell into that kitchen like, hey! Well, to be fair, <laughs> the place was absolutely stunning. Oh, it was so beautiful. It was an absolutely. incredible location. Yes, so um, gorgeous. But awkwardly, we went straight through the front door and then we were invited into this wonderful wonderful place with people stood all around the table oh do you think they've been waiting i i think yeah for the latecomers <laughs> yeah it was it was kind of weird because i mean bear in mind we've never been to a house party so we wander in and we're like we're not quite sure what to expect everyone stood around the table and it felt a little bit eyes wide shut like someone was going to put on a hooded mask at any point i actually thought na- naively and i'll be honest I actually thought that a house party might just crack on regardless and start as it as its designated time, and that latecomers would just like mingle, like gradually into the crowd as they got there. Well, like <laughs> no. so, someone would be like fucking uh-uh. in the corner, be like, "All right, Dave, I'm over here now. Don't worry, I got Dave, here. I'm here." Traffic was murder. Dave, Janice is with me. <laughs> we'll be over in five minutes. We're just gonna grab some Doritos, yeah. mate. Yeah, right? eight thirty-four was horrendous. But got here, don't worry. Fucking traffic, mate. <laughs> Terrible. 
I did you really think that really did think that maybe they would just start regardless and we would just like casually slot in later on turns out no they were just really polite and they were waiting for us so okay, okay Which my is, bad to be fair Everyone sort of did a bit of an intro and it was all yeah, quite nice and very, very lovely. Sweet. The hosts, to be fair to them, were fucking brilliant. Oh, they were lovely. They were lovely. And they couldn't have been better hosts, really. They made sure that our glasses were constantly full. They made sure we had everything that was my we needed. Downfall, really. Well, was that your downfall? <laughs> Maybe. So it was damned hosts. <laughs> so um, it, was, it was interesting because they also had a masseuse there. They did have a masseuse there. Now. Mm hmm. Unusually, this masseuse had just one arm. Fair play to the guy. And like, well done. Well, uh, to be fair, the guy. The I struggle gu- with two. <laughs> <laughs> you struggle with a lot of things, dude. I struggle with many things. <laughs> so the guy offered uh, the lady in our party a massage, and she she took up that she offer. Did. She did yeah. take up that offer, uh, and it was all cool. It was absolutely fine. He he did double denim, which is. Always a little bit of an interesting challenge. It's always as as a concerned. challenge. But she came back. She was happy with that. That was cool. Um, when he was packing up his table, our friend did unfortunately ask him if he needed a, needed a hand, which led to some awkward moments. However, yeah. However, that was fine. So it turned into a bit of an interesting place. In in this house, which was was incredible, we ended up going into a little bit of a crow's nest sort of area where you you had to go up some steps. Now, just as we were about to to play, um, or or play was starting to become part of the agenda, I decided. Well, I didn't decide, but I needed a wee, so Nature I had to go called. for a wee. Nature called. So I I went down to to go to the bathroom, and um, ended up getting stuck in a bathroom. Uh, with our good lady friend, uh, the couple. How convenient. Honestly, it was absolutely fine. I didn't do anything, I promise. But I did end up having to phone you, Mrs. H, <laughs> to get me out of the bathroom. I was um, trying to jimmy open the door with well, the end of the yeah, toothpaste. But, you know, there's nothing more disconcerting than being in a, and I'm going to use this term, a plethora of beautiful ladies. All right. I was in a plethora of beautiful ladies. And they were all very, very keen to welcome me into the fold and play and say Or hello. be welcome into your folds. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> well, put it this way. I, w- I wasn't sat there twiddling my thumbs. I, was, I would have been very welcome. You'd have been thumbs deep. And uh, lovely, beautiful lady hands kept grabbing me and pulling me down and saying, hey, come play with us. I'm like... Oh, I need to wait for my husband. I, I can't play without him. He said we'd do this. And there's me, trapped in a bathroom, quickly <laughs> running out of oxygen. All right, R. Kelly, brilliant. Trapped in a freaking closet with some like, <laughs> woman. Rosie the nosy neighbour. <laughs> so there's nothing weirder than like fighting off this gaggle of lovely ladies and finding that your phone's like going crazy because your husband's phoning you from um a non-suite bathroom with an estranged lady in her underwear i she was in her underwear claiming that the door handle had broken it was utterly innocent the door handle had broken that's right gov and you can you can see the marks on the door where i tried to jimmy it open with the ends (laughs) of the toothpaste pathetic I couldn't help you it. You desperately tried to claw your way out of there with a tube of Colgate. Yes, we did. Brilliant. 
We were trying to... Or at MacGyver. Yeah, I was trying to MacGyver my way out there. <laughs> Didn't work, which is why I then picked up my phone and thought, I know uh-huh. what, I'll phone... I'll the, phone the wife. The, no, 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 I phoned, I phoned the husband. Who was busy. Who was busy. I didn't know he this. He was very busy. I know. I tried he wasn't going to answer fucking phone. He didn't. And then no. I tried you, and your your watch lit up, and, and you were I was busy as well, but, you know, I came to your rescue. You weren't busy. You promised me. I could me have been. You could have been busy. I wasn't. And then you came I to waited. my rescue. I know. So, anyway, we end up in this crow's nest, and, and, and um, once I am freed from my bathroom <laughs> dilemma, and, and end up playing a little bit, which is fine. It was all, yes. all sexy. And then you decide you need some lube. Because you've well, left. What I decided was it would be beneficial for you to get the swing bag that has all of our stuff in there. Our arsenal of amazing tools. Okay. Including lube. Uh, which is and down. And condoms and all sorts of nice things. Which is down the step ladder. Wow. The, the ten foot step ladder yeah. that we, we'd all climbed up to get down there. Really steep step ladder. So mid extreme hard on. Raging yeah. hard on. No clothes. You send me down. To, no clothes. Down the step ladder. Yeah. Only to come eye to eye with the one armed masseuse. Yeah. Who's like, all right, mate. Right, mate. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm like, all right. Do you know what? He could have passed you the bloody bag, but no. Fine. All right. But it's fine. But I'm it was like... quite fun watching you go like down a step ladder with erection, like to get a bag. I know. And then come back up with the swing bag. <laughs> yes. So that you, you can get your lube and all the other goodies and that all you the needed. Other stuff. The irony was, by the time I came back up, which was only like a minute away, we only played for like another five more minutes. And then we were like, oh, it's really fucking hot up here, let's go somewhere else. I was fine. No, I think there was some question around where the hosts were, because people were in different parts of the house. Yeah, well, we thought we'll go and get some refreshment, fill our glasses, go mingle, maybe go find another alternative location. Yeah. You know, let's do the right party thing. Yeah. We've all played up here. It's been great. Mm Mm-hmm. Let's move around. Okay. So we ended up going downstairs. Yeah. And chilling out, mm-hmm. talking to people for a bit, hanging around. Which uh, was quite cool. Because, you know, we were stood around the kitchen eating crisps and drinking Prosecco with no clothes on. That's like your dream time. I felt quite chilled. I bet you did. Well, you'd had a buttload of alcohol, you've had some sexy times, <laughs> and then you've got some crisps and some light snacks. Right. It's like, a it's like Mrs. H. Heaven. Night. I know, right? <laughs> so... We end up on this sort of little pedestal bit that leads like off to two different rooms. podium, if you will. A podium. Yes. Like an elevated section. And... Mm-hmm. Or one... mini landing. Mm-hmm. And the lady host, who... A very pretty lady. Very pretty lady. Yeah. Um, comes over to... Clearly very keen on being a good hostess. Well, she was click... very keen on, on saying hello to, to... I think yeah. initially you, I think... Yeah. But, well. but but then a little bit more interested in me. A little she bit. She's pretty keen on Yeah. Um, then she starts making out with us. Yeah. It's pretty hot. So hot. So hot. Mm-hmm. So we're stood up in front of everybody else making out with this hot chick. Yeah. Hot chick. Oh, yeah. I don't recall us being bashful at this point. No, which is we fine. We were enjoying the attention. And then, I don't know if you've ever seen that, that gif or gif. <laughs> Of Homer Simpson, where he just fades into the hedge. <laughs> so we sort of slowly backed into a room, and with then said lady. with said lady, and then shut the door. Yeah, like see ya. <laughs> we're like we're gonna go to bed, Hopper Town with her. Taking a bottle with us and the hot lady. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. So like 
ensconce ourselves into a private area with this lovely lady. So, we're playing. We were lucky enough to have her to ourselves for like half an hour. It wasn't half an it hour. Was. It was it, it was like 15 minutes. It was a while. Well. We were quite lucky. Okay, so I was going down on her for all of that time. Okay. Now, I didn't feel... Do you feel... want some sort of medal? Like Aqualung medal? Or... Yeah, I, for like half an hour. Well done. That's like a long time. <laughs> I didn't breathe once in that. <laughs> I will be sure to get you a circular breathing medal then. Thank you. Well done. You'd be really good at woodwind. (laughs) (laughs) This man is a fucking genius at playing the clarinet. That's right. (laughs) (laughs) So um, we we entertained said lady. Oh, we did? Yeah, I think think we took a half Mm -hmm. each. It was fine. That worked out okay. And conquer, yeah. yeah. Awesome. And then all of a sudden the door opens. And in bursts are four yes. good friends yep. who then proceed to jump on the bed and start to instigate some big group sexy times. With great aplomb. Well, there was some great plums involved <laughs> in that. Um, so we had the seven of us on the bed. Yeah, that was quite a pile. It was quite a pile, but not a pile that we'd invited or expected. Nah. But, you know, it's a party, what do you expect? Just, I mean, I spent a long just time getting flow. somewhere, and then someone comes in and I interrupts know, it. I know, I know. But you have to just go with the flow of these things. No, I went with the flow, all right. <laughs> went with the fucking flow. Anyways, <laughs> so we're all playing in this, this room, and it's all going well. Mm-hmm. And then someone from another room bursts in and says, Hey, guys, guys, oh, guys, 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 guys. Gloria wants you to come in her face. I don't know if that was a name. Probably sounds about right. Um... To which none of the guys in the room moved. They were all busy. We were all busy, mm. and I don't think anyone wanted to come in Gloria's face. Um, so the guy ran out and was like, yeah! It was almost like a count at the frog. Everybody, do you want to come on Gloria's face? Yeah! Woo! I think someone came on Gloria's face that night. I, I didn't. No, you didn't. Did, did you come no. on Gloria's face? I did not. No. no. So as far no. as we know, not one of our party came on Gloria's no. face. We all stayed Faced. intact. Yeah, that's right. So anyway, we, we eventually left this party after another sort of 20 minutes, 30 minutes. It was fine. Yeah. And they gave us some nice wine. And to be honest, it was an amazing time. They were amazing hosts. They were great. And we were hopefully going to see them again. As, things across. as first parties go, it was amazing. Yes. Yeah. It was cool. So we we went on a merry way. And our <laughs> friends... Back to the yurt. <laughs> friends dropped us off at the yurt. Oh, that yurt. Which was slightly cooler. It had cooled down. Yeah. Because mm-hmm. it was like two in the morning by mm. this point. Well, it was like two in the morning. And then in my infinite wisdom, I'd bought a bottle of port. Because no one's ever been this clever. No one's ever been this drunk. Wow. Everyone was very happy to... Um, Indulge in the port. you with your port. It's port is fine, but when you're drinking it in half pints... Like wine. Bearing in mind that we had two bottles of wine, we drank them outside. Yeah, and then fine. Yeah, but we were we did turn into it savages. It was pretty cool because we sat on this picnic bench wrapped in, well, naked, but wrapped in, like, blankets. blankets. Drinking port under the stars. Hmm. It's, um, it's a pretty evocative view as far as I'm concerned. I remember sitting there thinking... Wow, this is a nice way to spend a Saturday night. Well, it was lovely. Under the um, stars, yeah. wrapped in a blanket, drinking my port. And of course, at this point, all the kids had gone to bed, so that was fine. <clears throat> well, yeah. yeah we, we, so we just sat there. The um, alpacas had gone to sleep. And the sky was beautiful. You could see all the stars. It was, it was lovely. Really it was really nice. nice. Eating marshmallows. It was beautiful. 
It was of really, course, really nice. Of course, we kind of drunk ourselves into a little bit of a sluggish stupor. A situation. Yeah. You're right. You're struggling to stay awake. No, there, no, not at all. No, <laughs> situation is fine. Well, you know, it's ah. midnight here in the UK, and it's been a really long week. Oh, I know, I know. <laughs> so we 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 did drink ourselves into a stupor. Anyway, we, <clears throat> we went into the yurt, and there were some sexy times. Oh, there were. There were some sexy times. Yeah. It, uh, sexy times ensued for a little while, and then we all passed out into his, into our respective kind of. Beds. beds in yurt. So we did quite well. We got a double bed. They got the single beds. Yeah. Sucks to be you guys. Cool. But it was fine. Um, so they, I, I think it was, it was interesting because sexy times just sort of faded away because everyone became. <laughs> <laughs> it was so late. It was like um, that Justin Timberlake song, like. <laughs> but in um, true uh, Mrs. H style, I woke up. Um, with a sparrow's fart. <laughs> well, you you woke up bright and so breezy, seven thirty in the morning. So as soon as the sun hit that fucking yurt, it was, was boiling awake. hot. But you were awake, and then I was uh, very quiet. Though. Well, you say that you were checking your phone, and that day, a uh, popular TV entertainer in the oh UK had died. Now yeah. this is a sad thing, but Mrs H. Turns to everybody in the tent. <laughs> Bearing in mind, we're all, we've all been asleep. We're all still dozing. And she goes, oh, Barry Chuckle's dead. This is big news. It's not big news. It's like a... All right. In the grand scheme of things, the night after an orgy on an alpaca farm, when you're hungover to fuck, learning that Barry Chuckle has died is big fucking news. I think what... what I think we're all a bit pissed still. Well, well I think what got me is the way that... that that they both woke up and she was like, "Did we have sex she last night?" She nearly fell out of bed and went, "What? what? Barry Chuckles dead? Did, did, what? Yes, and then he is dead. Do, do we have sex last night?" I meant, yeah. And then the walk of shame commenced. Well, so the then we saw the carnage in the room, mm. um, which yeah, I don't even want to describe to your listeners. I feel a bit ashamed, just a little bit. That was hideous. So anyway, that was our last weekend. Yep. That's pretty much it. I mean, we said goodbye to them. Yeah, have some nice hugs. And they were lovely. And it was all fantastic. Mm-hmm. And everyone's gone on the way. Everyone's very happy. However, for us, it was just a roller coaster of 24 hours. I know. I can't believe Barry Shuckle's dead. It's like, <laughs> it's pretty bad. Uh, to me, to you, to me, to you. <laughs> for those who don't know, that that was the thing. They just said I that. I wouldn't bother Googling it. Trust no. Me. <laughs> it's not worth the effort, to be honest. In fact, we've probably summed it up better than most people. <laughs> Anyways, that was our experience. Mm. Uh, let's uh, take a break. Okay. Right, we're back. Back in the room. Um, for what might have seemed like a break of seconds for you, it's actually been a couple of days for us. Um, that was so some nap. It was it was quite a nap. So it was a coma. <laughs> <laughs> during that time, we we uh, uh, oh. had some sex. We went to bed. Uh, then we had some sleep. Then we went out for lunch. Uh, went we, for tea. We went for tea. Uh, we we did an interview with C and D. Yep. Uh, from swinging down under. And thus, it all unravelled faster than a cheap jumper. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> um, so we may have had a few drinks whilst talking to them, and we may have had. 
uh, what Mrs H hates the most, which is an afternoon nap. Yeah, but I don't, I don't class that as a nap yesterday. That was a coma. Yeah, well, <laughs> when, when she woke up, uh, Mrs H didn't know what day it was and had genuinely mm. thought that she'd slept from Saturday afternoon until Sunday night. Yes. <laughs> I had no clue what time it was. How I didn't even remember going to sleep. <laughs> uh, it, we we had a really fun time with them though it was amazing yeah but somehow they broke us even though they were thousands of miles away well i think it, i think sort of afternoon drinking um mm. yeah we we need to either practice that or do less of it uh. <laughs> <laughs> i'm not sure which way around this goes what, book two weeks off work and just practice afternoon drinking like some lushes yeah or, oh or like go to desire and do afternoon drinking all right we might break ourselves a bit when we it's, get that. it's possible but we had a really good time so thank you to those guys for that um which is why we sound slightly jaded this morning well i don't know i still don't know what day it is so <laughs> i think we're okay okay so um normally we like to record our podcast on a friday or a saturday and then turn around the edit pretty quick and get it out on a on a sunday uh whereas today we're just cramming the rest of the thing in in one oh, go yeah. and then chucking it out with all the love and due care attention that it deserves totally yes but consequently, we have a different shit film on in the background. Well, I, but it's not shit hang film. Hang on. It's not this a shit is not film. a shit film. Although some people may see this as a shit film. It's an amazing film. Gizzy, gizzy. <laughs> um, so we, we've got Your Highness on in the background. Yeah. Uh, Truly excellent. Franco is best. I was going to say, I think you've got a bit of a Franco crush, haven't you? Oh, who doesn't have a Franco crush? I think you've got one. I've got a slight Franco crush. Right. In this film particularly, with that accent, it's amazing. It's amazing. Yeah, yeah, it's good. It's a good film. Um, well, it's a daft film, I think, but we yeah. like it. It is great. Yeah, go watch it. Or don't. So, <laughs> what have you got for us now, Mr. H? What's well, next? Well, Mrs. H, what we've got to talk about, mm. now that we've waff- waffled on for a couple of minutes, is to do some more serious waffling today. We've got two things to talk about. One, uh, we want to talk a little bit about what happened when our kids found out about lifestyle. Mm-hmm. Well, us being in the lifestyle more precisely. Uh, mm-hmm. And then we've also got a just the tip, uh, which you threatened earlier, to lay down and <laughs> drop like a truth bomb to everybody. It, no, no, you have set it up for great things, which it is not. Okay. <laughs> I'm going to describe it as a reverse tip. Uh, what? A reverse tip. <laughs> <laughs> we, we've met some people before that caused me to have a reverse tip. <laughs> noped my way out of there so i shall announce my reverse tip later <laughs> okay <laughs> i look forward to your reverse tip so um the one that we want to talk about today our, our more serious issue after wittering on earlier is actually it was 10 weeks ago um oh my god that's has it really it's been about 10 weeks yeah, yeah. it's may wasn't it yeah mm. um we we had a little bit of an incident um and really, it, it, it started a bit of a chain of events where um, we had to have some really honest and open conversations. So mm. uh, we've got two kids. Yep. Well, I have two stepkids and Mrs. H has two kids. Um, they're the same two kids. They're not four. <laughs> uh, math not being a strong point this morning. I do not want four kids. No, no, I don't want four kids. <laughs> um, so if, if you're trying to get rid of your kids, please keep your kids. <laughs> don't pass them on to us. <laughs> so they're both, uh, both of... Um, Adult age, aren't they? Yeah, so, uh, that's fair to say. So at the moment, one is um, living with us still, mm-hmm. and the other one has moved out and has now um, now got her own flat. Yeah. So um, 
we thought freedom was around the corner and an empty house was just <laughs> about to to rock up um when when we had the thrilling news that um the youngest was due to stay with us for at least another year uh, while he attends university. Yeah. So um, freedom was snatched from our claws um, and um, now we're sort of dealing with that. So, it's fine. So close, yet so far away. <laughs> um, so how, how did this happen? How did, how did the kids find out? So we've been in this lifestyle for almost two years, yeah. um, but at this point probably would have been um, close to 18 months. So... Um, Really, we, we, we hadn't told them because we didn't think they'd want to know, in, in all honesty. Yeah, uh, it wasn't even anything more sinister than, you know, wanting to lead a double life. It was purely, I know when I was a kid or a teenager, I would have cringed at the thought of having to discuss anything sexual with my parents. So we I did still cringe the... at the thought of discussing <laughs> anything sexual with your parents. Well, you know, you, you kind of make an assumption that, do they really want to hear what you're getting up to? No, probably not. Well, as long as everything remains normal, you know, on the peripheral of, you know, we're still a family, we still do the same things together, although be it less so now that they're adults. Mm. So, yeah, we, we genuinely thought, why would they want to know? Mm. You know, spare them the embarrassment. And, and the weird conversation. Cool, yeah. Okay, so one thing we want to make really clear about this whole story is actually quite difficult for us to talk about. Um, there's going to be some things that we're not going to be able to tell you um, purely because we want to keep uh, part of our own privacy and also protect that of our children. Mm-hmm. Um, but what we do want to do is share some of the broad things that happened within this story because uh, we think there's quite a lot that you can actually take out and hopefully uh, apply to your own situations or give you some food, food yeah. for thought. Um, so unfortunately, the, the way in which um, our daughter revealed to us that she knew uh, about us being in the lifestyle possibly wasn't the best situation. Now it was in a an environment where where we'd gone and there were lots of people there. Yep. Um, she chose to send us a message in a strange way. Yeah. Um, and what that did really is that that actually while we were out at that particular thing, um, that caused a lot of emotional response in front of quite a lot of pe- lot of people. That's very fair to say. It started a chain event chain of events. I think where we we were left reeling emotionally weren't we Mm, and I think what what was really difficult was that she did that I think she meant to do it in a way that was intended to 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 just spark (laughs) conversation or perhaps uh, make us laugh and really what it came across as was quite hurtful for us experiencing that and being on the other end of of the way in which she did it now you're going to have to excuse us because we, we do have to talk around this a little bit so apologies if it doesn't make sense but hopefully it will do as we go on and the way she revealed that um you know, Mrs. H found out about this first, then called, immediately called me over, and then we ended up having a conversation with ourselves, and then it basically descended into a night of chaos. It did, where true. everyone was upset. Um, people had a few drinks. Yeah. Um, emotions were running high, and, and emotions yeah. ran ran really high. And what, what what this really transpired to was that actually she felt that she'd known that we were doing this for a number of years. Yeah. Um, which was slightly weird, and that we hadn't even been, been doing, doing it for much more than a year and a half. However, um, you know, if, if you've ever had, had a teenager, um, you, you know that they're prone to slight exaggerations. Yeah. And, and this is in the context of me talking. So, you know, that 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 really made us think about, um, you know, what, what had she seen? What had she um, looked at? And also really made us feel a little bit like we were... That, 
that she hadn't approached it in the right way because she hadn't come to us and talked to us about it. Yeah. Um, and what she'd actually been doing is is um, thinking that we've been in this lifestyle all this time, and it had been growing as a as a horrible feeling in that there were secrets being kept from her throughout our household. Now we 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 live a very open open lifestyle in terms of. Um, we encourage not the lifestyle but uh, we encourage a lot of chat we encourage conversation the kids can come to us about anything yeah um and it and it was really it really transpired that that our daughter had had felt that this wasn't something that she could talk about so she hadn't had in fact actually gone and spoke to a few other people about it so she'd not only kept this this secret to herself and uh had it festering away Mm -hmm. inside of her oh i like that word it's good festering (laughs) Um, but she also um, had conversations about our private lives with other people, which also gave us some really conflicting emotions. Yeah, it, it made us feel profoundly uneasy, I think, that um, it got to the point, I guess, in her mind that she didn't know how to approach it with us. And the longer it went on, the, the bigger it became. And as you say, she decided to go and try and remedy that by talking to other people about what to do Hmm. but the whole thing yeah could have been easily avoided if you know people just sit down and talk and i think uh you know we we went through a bit of a um a bit of a process really one trying to understand where where she was coming Mm -hmm. from from this to sort of trying to figure out what, what to do with it do we do we talk about it do we have those conversations do we you know is it actually any of her business and the reality is, I think, the conclusion we came to isn't really any of their business, but... But it's out there now. But so it's out there now. we had damage and, control and, to do. Yeah, so we had had some damage control to do. And we also, sort of, following that conversation with her while we were out and about, we also had to consider what to do with our son, who... We assumed at that point didn't know, or if he did, uh, it may not have been in the context we would have wanted him to know. Mm. Yeah. So there, there were a few things there that that um, that came out to us, and and really we, we, in the end, we decided to to go home and and talk this through with ourselves and figure out how we wanted to broach the subject yeah. with our son, how to try and damage limit, I guess, yeah. and how to yeah. help and support our our daughter through this this difficult situation. And it's quite tough because it does feel it did feel initially like we'd been a bit betrayed by this because she'd gone and spoken to other people but at the same time you do have those mixed emotions knowing that that actually she's probably felt that she's had to harbor a secret for a period mm-hmm. so the, the following day we when 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 we saw our son we sat him down and had a a, a very amusing <laughs> conversation i think in the in the nicest way now I think it's, it's fair to say that we we haven't really hidden our lifestyle in the house particularly. There's if you look around, there's evidence of it everywhere. I suspect it probably is looking back. But I mean, if, if you we, log we, on we, to my well, yeah. you log on to my Mac. There's a host of podcasts there. There, there there's um there's a host of lyrics of, of me writing uh, songs on ukulele, and there's also the the fact that Mrs H continually leaves the sexy card games lying around on the side for them to discover. So it's not like we've really really been hidden with it. But at the same point, we haven't been outwardly outwardly talking no, about it. That's that's true. <laughs> so um, our experience with him was actually a lot better, and I think he he didn't really see it as harboring. He he had some suspicions. He, yeah, I think it's fair to say. It's fair, but he he said he kind of figured some stuff out, and but quite frankly, he said I don't really 
want to know or care because as long as you guys are happy um he said you don't kind of interfere in my life so let's just all chill out (laughs) yeah i think he he probably looked at it in a more mature way to be fair he really did and um Apologies, guys. Just in the background of your highness, the uh, the bit that, that Mrs. H will call the fuckening, where they have um, <laughs> mashed potato, fish fingers and peas, has uh, stopped yeah. play for just a moment because a she's, she's drawn to the television. <laughs> this, this is why we don't normally play uh, what we'd consider to be good films, or at least enjoyable films, right. whilst we're talking to you. I shall avert my eyes from the fuckening feast. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, so the conversation with him was much much better he was he handled it better but then i i think to be fair he probably is so wrapped up in his own little world that really what everyone else is up, up to and doing probably doesn't impact him as much and i think he took away from that that i mean he lives with us anyway so for him actually nothing really changed you know we we have always maintained a kind of yeah, we, we come home, we do some family stuff, we go about our, our businesses and that's nothing really changed for him. No. And I think he felt everything was still okay. Mm. You know, regardless of what, what knowledge he kind of had that we didn't realise, I think he was still okay. Mm. And I I think he actually would have broached it with us uh, if he hadn't been because he had to carry on living there with us. Yeah, well, I think I think if, he, if anything bothered him, he'd probably say. Yeah, I think so. Um. Whereas our daughter's slightly different in that, that um, she's a little bit more insular in that way. Yeah, um, that's fair. What was, what was actually interesting, so we had that conversation with him and that was fine and we cleared the air with him. He'd already discovered the card games, gone to the Mac, found the songs and all sorts of other things. So he had a very, very pretty good idea of what was going on. Yeah. Uh, in terms of our daughter, actually, so um, she... She, um, it was it was quite difficult because we we both felt that, that we were opposite ends of the coin. So I think she felt that that we'd kept something deliberately from her, um, and we felt that she'd really sort of not betrayed our trust, but had gone about things in a way we wouldn't have encouraged. Yeah, the way in which she announced that she knew, um, and sort of subsequent behaviour from that was was quite difficult for us to take, um, and sort of having talked to friends about it. Um, people were, you know, offered lots of different advice, but it, we weren't really sure what to do. So in the end, we we ended up sort of giving her some space, giving her some details about what we did want to talk about, and really, it's just been a case of um, letting time sort of go by and really just sort of being around for her, but also giving her the space and capacity to take all this in and process mm-hmm. it. Um, and and I do think, you know, it is ultimately it's something that we do together, and beyond anybody else it's none of their business to a certain extent yeah it's interesting um because our son took it as a kind of well this is just kind of an extension of your sex lives i don't really need to know it doesn't really affect me in any way i'm okay Mm. you know it and it is it's not like we it's not like we're we're, we're dating or living with some other people. It, we're still a unit. We're still oh, a yeah. married couple. We just, this is just adventures we, we have on our, our sex life, really. Mm. And it's in, it's interesting, actually, because, you know, we've not brought anyone back. No. Well, they've been around. <laughs> no, never. Um, you know, they've not met anyone no. in the lifestyle. Um, you know, on, I think, perhaps one or two occasions... He's been asked not to go in the front room because we're we're having a Skype call with somebody, but then that's been about the limit of yeah, of, of the disruption to his it's life. Been I think. really very normal. Mm. Well, as normal as we get anyway. Yeah. 
(laughs) Apart from our Naked Tuesdays, of course. Well, you know, that's been going on since, you know, time began. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) But anyway, yeah. So, but what we've, I think we've taken from this now several months on, really, is um, the emotional output of this for us. It's been a really tough few months, but we're in a better place now. Um, certainly, make it sound like we've died. <laughs> we've gone to a better place. Certainly, a place where at least you know we can um, talk about it again. But the learning, as you say, from this is it could have been avoided if we'd all sat down in the first place and had a conversation, maybe. Mm, and I think so. If... Maybe you shouldn't be afraid of telling a few people that you are in a lifestyle if if there's any doubt whatsoever that you know you might be sprung at some point. Yeah, I think. I think what we hadn't considered is that it, that that our daughter would take it on in that way, and actually mm. um, that it would be a burden to her to to have to keep that as a secret. Whether that's right for her to feel that way or not is another discussion entirely. But I think what what upset us is that she had taken that on, hadn't felt that she could talk to us about it, and as a result, the the chain of, of events that happened following that were were much worse than us actually yeah. just sitting down and chatting to her and getting it all out in the open. Mm. So, um, you know, it's, we, you know, had she wanted to know, we could have referred to episodes one to ten <laughs> and she could have got you know, <laughs> a fairly good indication of what happens. No, well, I think a little proactive sort of open discussions early on, yes, could have helped a lot. But, you know, we want to know we don't always get things right. And, you know, you just don't know how people are going to react to things until well, they happen. And it blow says up in our theme tune, we, we fuck things up and make we mistakes. We do, of course we, we do. We but talk, talk you about know, sexy dates. We don't let them define us. We just pick ourselves up and learn from it. And then hopefully, you know, we, we don't make mistakes on such a big scale again. So I think, yeah, I think that's the reality of it. I think we've, we, we're trying to learn from this. Fortunately, there are no more children that we have to tell. <laughs> Not what we know. <laughs> no, I, I look forward to um, telling your parents. <laughs> no. <laughs> and, and there you go. There's, there's some people that you know, you just wouldn't, it's just not worth the emotional outpouring that would, you know, I mean, you've told your sister, yeah. which is fine, which is cool. And we've told a few trusted friends. Mm-hmm. But beyond that, you know, we don't really feel the need to be openly sharing it with all and sundry. No, that's true. Plus, if we did tell your parents, your mum might get the wrong idea. Oh God! <laughs> no, um, and you know, there's, there's bigger ramifications of the more people that you share this information with. It I has had heard capacity. that you love a bigger ramification. You are <laughs> so sassy, but the, the reality is, it could really start bleeding into your personal lives even more. And then you've got sort of um, things like work and the professional kind of you know circles that you move in that, that they might start to know and what what happens then well you the, just don't want it to to bleed out like that so much the, the difficulty that, that, that we were put in with our daughter um sort of talking to us the way she did and bringing this to life is that this could have very easily bled into our professional lives right it because could have, it was a work party it could, yeah and it could mm. have gone to you know she could have quite happily posted on facebook or yeah. or, or whatever she fancied because she had that knowledge in her head. Now, she didn't know for sure, but that little bit of knowledge was incredibly dangerous and could have been really harmful to um, to our situations. Mm. And it could have harmed our careers. It could have got out. And, you know, once it's out of the bag, it's out of the bag. Mm. Um, so it has made us reconsider who, who knows, who we talk to, where the risks are, what we can do to, you know, to mitigate some of that. Um, and for me, the big learning is just to 
be mindful, really, really mindful of um, your circle of, 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 of trust, really, and think about the people that are in that. And should they know, is it important that they know but don't have any details? Mm. You know, you don't have to tell everybody the filthy little things that you get up to, but sometimes helping people understand uh, your relationship through giving them that context is really, really important. Yeah. Of course, um, we take no responsibility if you go and tell <laughs> your, your children or, or your mum and dad. Backfires, it all backfires. Um, <laughs> um, that, that's also a distinct possibility that of we need course. to be mindful of, of course. But, you know, we, we live and learn. <laughs> well, we live. We uh. don't always learn. So I like that, to think we learn. Yeah, so that was kind of um, our talking around the, yeah. uh, the, the the situation that happened a few weeks ago. I think what, what it's taken this amount of time to get to a place where things are starting to get normal and, mm-hmm. and we can start to um, sit down and have a meal with everybody again and, and actually chat normally without there being a level of, of difficulty behind it. And I think, you know, it's taken investment from both sides to actually um, emotionally work through it. Yeah, And fair. it's been draining, um, but, you know, I think we're starting to come out the other side. Who knows? Well, you know, I'm sure there's more disasters that will befall <laughs> us as life goes on. But, um, you know, we would certainly say that think about the people that are close to you think about whether they should know or not and and you know maybe have that you know if if the kids are old enough um because really we say kids but they're adults and this is where it's difficult and that they are full-grown you know people yeah and i would also say you know don't don't assume that people are going to take it um take the news in a negative way necessarily they'll probably welcome the fact that you've been honest and open with them in the first place Mm. and it might just dispel any hideous stereotypes that they may have associated already with the secrets part Mm. of things so maybe yeah just put a bit of faith in people that actually sitting down and having that conversation in the first place is incredibly mature and although difficult could really work in your favor long term Precious secrets, <laughs> kizzy kizzy. Sorry, your highness is still on you the ground. You know what, here I am with my epic truth bomb here and like burying my soul and you're like, mm-hmm, but your highness is on in the background and there's like some like cracking fight going on with uh, Natalie Portman. <laughs> Natalie Portman's there? Yeah, there she is. She just, just showed up. Uh, can we take a break for five minutes? No. No, make that six <laughs> minutes. Yeah, excellent. Right, now, just the tip. Doesn't matter if you're old or young, listen up for some sexy fun. We've got a vice, so let it rip. Don't go balls deep, cause it's just the tip. <laughs> Three, two, one, and we're back in the room. <laughs> well, this uh, this segment is normally around us imparting helpful tips. We impart. We impart. We bestow you with knowledge. Well, of course we do. The ancient texts of bedhoppery <laughs> we read from thine. <laughs> we normally do tell people um, some helpful information, yes. <laughs> we do tell you. We do. We offer it to you. Yeah. We give it to you. However, it occurs to me that there, uh, there are a huge amount of people out there who can probably help us, or me. Really? Help you? Yeah. Ooh. I'm after some help. Is this um, the huge amount of people we're going to bring in in a long line to bring you off? <laughs> next can we have number 483 please we still haven't got there yet oh my god it's only been seven hours there's nothing but blood and air now <laughs> no so this week's just the tip is what i'm going to coin the phrase a reverse tip a reverse tip mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. so the tip should I'm... we not call it just the clunge no 
that's a not that's not a nice word. I don't like that. Just the slit. Oh god, that's disgusting. No. It doesn't matter if it's old or young. <laughs> I'm not going to repeat that word. I'm not doing it. What? Okay. So my reverse tip is me asking for some... What are you asking for? I am asking for some tips from the ladies of uh, Twitter and uh, listeners, I guess. The, the ladies of listeners? <laughs> Listening ladies. Ladies what listen? <laughs> yeah, so... I hope there's quite a few ladies out there who all listen the to us. All the single ladies. All the single ladies. There's no stopping ladies. you today, is there? Uh, no, I am unstoppable. It's because you had like a 42-hour nap. It's, that's what it is. I've been powered up. It's I, I've burst through the uh, the 24-hour hangover or yeah. whatever it was. Uh, moved through Napsville. I've had some porridge and now I'm ready to go. I'm all, yeah. I'm all up and in your grill now. You are. I know. Wow. Okay, you're going to take some controlling later on. <laughs> I normally do. <laughs> So yeah, I am. I am appealing to the I ladies. Know, I can see that. Oh, all right. I'll let okay. you say what you need Stop to say. Stop being a little saboteur. Okay. All right. I would like to know what do ladies do about hair removal? All right. No, don't look at me like that. I have battled for years with. Um, don't say extensive hair. That's not where I'm going. <laughs> um, oh my. I want to know. What is the best way for women in lifestyle to manage body hair? Quite simply, do people wax? Do they go and have some fancy laser hair removal thing? Do they shave? I don't know. It's it's a good question for me because I really don't know what to do. Okay. No. Can I... I, I want to um, change my approach because I'm... Just grow it out. <laughs> so yeah, I, I want tips from the ladies out there. Do you? What, what they do. <laughs> In a, an ironic twist of events. Yeah. So you want tips from the ladies about hair removal, one assumes, or yeah. hair cultivation? <laughs> Not cultivation. So obviously the upcoming desire trip for me, that's mm-hmm. going to be, what, like 10 days of gorgeous Mexican weather and, you know, wanting to walk around with no clothes on. Mm-hmm. Um, last thing I want to do is be constantly having to go shave and do stuff like that. So is there a better method? Uh, I'm a bit of a wuss when it comes to waxing. In that I've we need some freaking lasers. Yeah. Sharks with lasers on them. <laughs> I haven't got time to invest in lasers. <laughs> okay. Well, we, yeah. we could... Um, I'm sure we could figure something out. Yeah, but I'm interested to see what other ladies do. Okay. Mm-hmm. I'm still reeling from having one in growing hair. I mean, that was more than enough for me. <laughs> do you have any tips you want to bestow? I, I bestowed you one tip already this morning. <laughs> And apparently last night. <laughs> well, we don't remember that because we were both so nappy. There was just evidence. <laughs> yeah. Um, so for, for hair removal, um, I, I can certainly talk about maintaining a fine beard with well, we essential beard oils and, mm-hmm. and the selection of kit that I have. <laughs> um, but in terms of, of removal, hair removal on my junk. <laughs> junk? On my junk. That's a, that's a good term, isn't it? I suppose The yeah. old cock and balls, eh? The meat and veg, the tackle, the piece of pork, the wife's best friend, my purse or my cock. You can wrap it up in ribbons, you can slip it in your sock. Um, so, yeah, I, I tend to just go with regular old shaving. However, um, someone recommended, and I can't remember, and I apologise for not remembering who you are that suggested this, um, something called Nair. Oh, uh, that's like a uh, depilatory cream thing. Hmm. Yeah. I don't but know. I, it's slightly worrying because I don't know if you can hear this in the background, but as I'm talking about removing bull hair, the dog is running around <laughs> crying. <laughs> it's because she's lost her toy. 
poor Yoko. Yeah, poor little sad dog. So, yeah, that's my reverse tip. I want tips from ladies out there. Uh, Volunteers to shave it for you? Oh, no. No, I don't think so. Wax it? I'm scared of waxing. Really? Yeah, I think it will hurt. I think it will do, but but for a short period of time. (laughs) We'll see. Well, we've got to find a solution and test it soon, though. Exactly. We, We could always get some lasers. (laughs) <laughs> you just want to play with lasers, right? Yes, I do want okay. to play with lasers. And if we can incorporate a robot into it somehow, <laughs> then I'll be really, really happy. Always with the robots. Always with the robots. So like some sort of shaver that also has lasers. Um, kind of goes... And it transforms from one to the other. And a thrilling... And if it can incorporate some sort of, sort of vibratory action. I don't think I'm going to find this in the boots of a chemist. Really? No. They might sell one in Sainsbury's. <laughs> <laughs> Like a vibrating, transforming hair removal system. Yes. Please. Is, is, is that an acronym we could have? <laughs> that we could have? <laughs> it sounds like that uh, Missy Elliott link I was, uh, lyric I was trying to... Coming back to it. Okay, any other tips about stuff that you want people to, to tell you so you don't have no. to type it into Google? Well, no, I just, I'm intrigued as to what other people do and I thought, oh, I'll ask. So, no? tips on hair removal. Please. Uh, I'd also be interested in these tips. Um, mm-hmm. Pictures would help. <laughs> now, be careful what you wish for, dear, because you might get a whole plethora of men out there wanting to share their hair removal tips. So, I'll you just might f- just get pictures of junk in your inbox. <laughs> junk in my trunk. I'll just forward those to you. I'll be like, this, this, this has turned up, Mrs. H. Can you deal with this, please? Can you deal with these, <laughs> these junks? Uh, darling, there's a picture of a man shaving his balls again. <laughs> It's the eighth one today. Great Scott. All of our listeners have sent them in. Oh dear, I look forward to those pictures then. Yes. Some... But right. people might grow their hair out. Is oh, that a thing? Do, well, does anyone yeah, do maybe that? It's a, was it Julia Roberts did that? She made a big deal out of it a few years ago. Wasn't that ago. her armpit hair? Yeah, but one assumes it might extend to other areas of the body. If she was going to grave one big line from her armpit to her, to her clunge. <laughs> like with one big sort of V-shape. Literally, <laughs> leading down to a one big V-shape. Um, that's an enduring image, thank you. <laughs> she is a pretty woman. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. You're oh. trying to think of another film now with no. Julia Roberts, aren't you? No. Don't worry, <clears throat> it'll happen at some point. <laughs> All right, anything else that we need no, to cover in today's I do, episode? I don't think so. We've, it's been a bit of a mixed bag of, you know, raw emotional <laughs> output, uh, shit films in the background, ball hair. Ball hair. And, of course, the um, very long-winded, drunken segment from Friday night. Which which one? The one we recorded or the one that someone's got to edit at some point? <laughs> which was, of course, the sex party. Ah, yeah. I remember that. Yeah. I know. It's, it's really interesting because it's like we're talking about it on the show. But for you guys, it only happened like 25 minutes right. ago. For us, it was two days. And the actual event was like a week ago. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, we're playing. Oh, we're going to another sex party next weekend. Great Scott, Marty! Mm. Mm. But this time, we're being so fucking brave. We're going on our own. We don't know oh. anyone there. No. This this could go hideously wrong. Yes, it could. But, I, you know, we're going to put our big boy pants on. Well, we are, and then we're going to take them off. <laughs> and also, what I was going to do, so that it would be absolutely fine, and nothing wrong has ever happened, I'm going to get there and down a bottle of wine. Oh, my God. <laughs> well, I guess stay tuned then for next week's chundering events. <laughs> no one's ever been this clever. 
Well, thank you for joining us for this uh, delightful episode. We're going to wrap it up now. Uh, thank you to C&D from Swing Down Under for um, entertaining us for our Saturday afternoon. Yeah, it was thanks incredible. for breaking us. Yeah. Um, we're, Remotely. We're, we're going to be in recovery for the next uh, <laughs> few days, which will be wonderful. Um, thank you for everyone that's uh, written in to us. We've had quite a few emails coming through and a f- quite a few contacts on Fab Swingers. So if you're in the UK, look us up. I think Americans can also get fab swingers as well so mm-hmm. sign up at us as a friend and we'll, we'll be in touch and we'll say hello send us an email at bedhoppersuk at gmail.co.uk i think or is it dot com i think it's dot com oh it's it's something like that anyway it'll be on our show notes um that we don't ever publish uh we're also on twitter at bedhoppersuk and remember if we get to 1000 oh. the boobs are coming out oh i thought you were talking about my chicken impression and the chicken impression no 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 it's not both it is both boobs <laughs> And chick. Uh, that sounds like a really bad kebab place. <laughs> boobs and chick. And it sounds like yeah. an amazing kebab place. I'll have uh, a couple of boobs, please. And, uh, yeah. Some chicken. Yeah. <laughs> Some fried chicken. How bizarre. <laughs> That's the only thing it offers. You can't even get a glass of Coke there. It's terrible. <laughs> Anyways, uh, thank you very much for joining us this week. Uh, do get in touch with us. Please add, you know, if you're not subscribed, uh, subscribe. If you've not sent us a review on iTunes, and I don't think anybody has yet, uh, with the exception of um, the Normalising Non-Monogamy crew. Thank you very much for that, guys. Um, feel free to chuck that on. So if you like it, rate it. And if you didn't, please don't rate it. Uh, <laughs> anything else? I think it just remains for us to say thank you for hopping into our bed. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Throwing waffly to the ground again. Well, at We have no Waddwick. Brian. We do have a Brian. <laughs> <laughs>